Are you ready to take your Ford ownership to the next level? Introducing Ford Pass at Jim K. Ford. Your passport to a world of convenience and control. Start your vehicle remotely. Lock or unlock it from your smartphone. Receive instant alerts about your vehicle's health and schedule service appointments. Don't miss out on the Ford Pass revolution at Jim K. Ford. 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans or online at JimKFord.com. At Jim K. Ford Lincoln. The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the program. It is the Steve Warren Project. The SWP, we lovingly call it. It is Steve Warren along with Jim Jerome. Jimmy's out in Edmonton. I'm here in the nation's capital in Ottawa. And we have got loads to get to here on... Yeah, like see you try that with the phlegm coming out. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's Halloween, ladies and gentlemen. James, how are you? I'm going. I'm going out. Steve is a guy with black lung. Oh, that's yeah. what you do for Halloween. Nice. A lot of guys don't think of that outfit, Stevie. They You've just nailed don't it. Think of that. <laughs> You've nailed Wouldn't it. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> just go door to door with with no mask and go, hey, <laughs> trick or treat, oh, trick or treat, yeah. I'm a guy with scurvy. <laughs> no, no, not a good idea. Okay. Oh, just checking the podcast analytics. Everybody bailed on the show 15 seconds in. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough episode for the SWP. It's As you know, Stevie, you and I have been friends for, you know, 20 plus years now. Uh, every time Halloween comes comes around, the, the, the two worst Halloweens of my life, my mother convinced me... <laughs> To go out as a brownie, okay, right? Which is, you know, the the it's the triple A of girl guides. Sure, I thought there's that. Get, yeah, um, and I'm as she's dressing me with a tam and some leotards and a brown skirt, Steve, and the and that brown top, and and the, all my buddies are, you know, they're they're going out as hockey players, football players, you know, uh, a construction worker. Okay, and they're all meeting me, Stephen. Right back home, Steve. Right back home. Right. Ain't happening, Mum. Ain't yeah. happening. Yeah. Uh, the other one is I was gonna gonna go out as uh, Joe Zuger, okay, who was a quarterback with the Hamilton Tiger Cats. It was my favorite team growing up. Uh, Buchanan was a running back, and Tommy Joe Coffey and Angela Moscow, Garney and Tony Henley. Gabriel. You know, played for the, the Tiger Cats back then. Yep. So I got to go out. I got a f- helmet. And I got to go out as Joe Zuger. So I got my, my mom had some gold nail polish or something like that. I don't know, or some gold paint. And so I put Joe Zuger on my helmet, but I made the Z like an S. Oh. Okay. So is, is that a big deal, Steve? Yes. As a 10-year-old, mm-hmm. go to my first house. And it's like, it's a drunk miner, Steve. Okay. I'm doing it in Sudbury. A lot of miners there. It's a drunk miner, okay, hiccuping his way to the door. Oh, like a says, mine. I'm sorry. I think you're saying like a miner underage. You're talking about an actual miner. Yeah, working for Inco. Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, working in the nickel mine. Yeah. And uh, so he comes. So it's a little frightening, Steve. Okay, this this sort of ominous alcoholic okay, coming to the front door. Yeah. And, and then going, what are you? Right? So it's like, first of all, that's kind of mean, Steve, when a sure. kid works on his costume, you know. <laughs> Right, and uh, I said I'm I'm Joe Zuger. 
the quarterback of the Hamilton Tiger Cats, and he looks at my helmet and he goes, well, you idiot, it says Joe Sugar. <laughs> right back home, Steve, right into the brownie outfit. And <laughs> Was that back-to-back Halloween's? Is that back to, wow. back-to-back slams? Jeez, yeah, Jimmy's savage people in Jeez. Llewellyn Park and Sudbury just crushing me like a post, Stevie. Yeah, uh, I would anyway. never end up with those Halloween costumes you buy at the store that have those really thin plastic masks. Yes, stupid, oh. that stupid little elastic that's always breaking oh. or snapping and hitting you in the face. Yes, and that horrible yes. smell that would emerge effectively because you've been from the condensation of you breathing on it all night, and oh, it gets it ends up getting wet on the inside. It's just gross. The yeah. whole thing's gross. I'm not yeah. a Halloween guy, as you can tell, but, but I do like the chocolate bars. Yeah, mom, why do I have acne? Pull this thing off, you know. It's melted onto your face with saliva, you know. Thanks. The brownies, the Joe Sugar. How about a little spell check, Mom? Okay, could have you helped right. me out there a little bit? Technically, it's su. It would be su sujer because it's an er for for zuger, right? So well, I sugar probably had it all wrong. Yeah. I probably had it all wrong. So no, he weird. was drunk, so he didn't know. He was hammered. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was hammered. So anyway, I had a couple of beers with him. Uh, before I changed into the brownie outfit, it laid nice. it, it made it way easier, Steve. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a chip guy or a chocolate bar guy? If you had to, you oh, have to I'm, I'm I'm losing weight, Stevie. Oh, nice. I'm losing some weight. Yeah. No chocolate bar. This is a no chocolate bar house. Yeah. Well, so I've I been big into the chips this afternoon, and uh, wow, there's none left. Yeah. No, it's a big bag too. Doritos jalapeno cheddar. It's my it's my crack. It's my addiction. There you it's, go. It's ridiculous, and I just hammered a bag of it. So that's my Halloween treat for the day. I don't get I don't get trick or treaters. None at all. No, I I I don't like them. I don't want them coming to my house. I'm one of those guys. Yeah. Um, and I and no one comes here anymore. I've been in this complex for 13 years. Right. And, and because the first kid who did who lived here, sometimes Stevie, I'm you know I'm in a townhouse complex. So every unit is about four feet apart. Right. Right. So it's, it could be a drop off, right? For the parents just going, there's 55 units in there. Go door to door. Right. And uh, I don't like that. I think it's cheating. Right. And yeah. no one comes here anymore, Steve, because the first eight year old kid who came here, I said, hey, fuck off. <laughs> so, so no one comes back, Steve. That's there, nice. Kind of scared. Don't don't go to don't go to unit one forty four. You just put a sign up now that says "fuck off." Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Lazy man's abuse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. your okay. parents hate you. Go home. Well, happy Halloween, everyone. I'm not sure we did much there to encourage people to participate in the holiday, but uh, kids love it. And uh, yeah, the weather here's not bad. It's gray. Um, yeah, and we're we're recording this actually on Halloween, so most of you are probably hearing this after Halloween. So the whole conversation is moot. Damn right. you, podcasts! Anyway, got lots to get to today. This is the one of the worst stories in hockey history, maybe. Uh, this story in the British Super League, kind of a torn down professional league over there. Still, some good players have gone over there over the years. Denny Vial of the Ottawa Senators played there uh, with the Sheffield Steelers. And a fellow by the name of Adam Johnson, who had a cup of coffee with the Pittsburgh Penguins, also played for the Sheffield Steelers. They were taking on Nottingham on Saturday night, and it was tragedy on the ice. Like a young man passing away, dying, I think of the Ray Emery situation or 
Luke Bourdon died in a, a motorcycle accident. There's all kinds of off-ice tragedies that have affected us all, that's touched us all. But there's nothing quite like when some young man dies on the field of play. This this young hockey player, Adam Johnson, is skating through the neutral zone, and a defender comes along, and I don't know why it happened. It may have been affected by another player, but his leg comes way up in the air, and it almost looks like a spin-around karate kick that catches Johnson in the throat area, and he immediately gets up. He's badly injured in the neck and uh, skates off and, and, and taken immediately to hospital. Unfortunately, he did not make it. And just an awful story that's, I think, really rattled the hockey world, James. It did. Yeah, it just, um, uh, it's awful for sure, Stevie. There, there's there's no doubt about it, you know. Um, and then the morbid curiosity kicks in to see what happened, you know. Mm-hmm. And and then the vitriol from uh, the public and the and and the Instagrammers and social media people, uh, and I f- I fell into that. I I said I want I want to see what happened here because people people were like he he murdered him, yeah. And I began to go, what's up with that? Like, like what I I got to see this hit then, yeah. And it's grainy footage that I see. It's it's from it's from the back of the offender you know coming across the blue line and i you know i look at him go did did that guy jump up with a roundhouse and and kick his right leg up across the guy's head uh that's what it looks like it's not a move i've ever seen before yeah and i I didn't see get uh, he didn't get tripped um well i think if you look if you look sorry to interject but if you look i slowed it right down and it was very careful to pause before I got to the full aftermath, but initially you can see that there's a moment where the the skate in question that eventually comes up high, it does almost in a slew foot motion connects with the other player from the other team, not Adam Johnson. Oh. But may, maybe there was something there where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm in the process of being slew footed. I've got to push back on that slew foot and then it releases. And maybe that's why he kind of, I don't know. I, I'm I'm trying to f- figure out exactly what happened. What I what I do though, I, and I'll let you back to your point. Sorry, I refuse to believe that someone would ever do that on purpose. Yeah, it, of course, of course, right. And so it it doesn't look very good. It's awful. Um, but I'm with you. I'm with you. In the end, it's like I, I just can't imagine a guy doing that. It's a freak accident. Um, the the guy will never be the same. You know, will never be the same for it. Uh, the poor bastards, you know, it's, uh, it was just, it was just awful. One of the things that, uh, who was it? I saw Sean Avery, not that he's the barometer on many subjects, but he did talk about this. He was interviewed by, I want to say CNN. Right. He said the blades are sharper now than they used to be. I don't know if that's the case or not. Um, but to me, it's like the bottom line is that you can't lose sight of the fact that you are, you know, skating around on basically knives, sharp right. knives. And, right. I think there was an attempt just to prevent the puck carrier from cutting inside and beating this guy. And so I think maybe, you know, the player in question, he's, you know, another player connects with him. He realizes he's going to miss his check and he's going to get in shit if that guy beats him to the inside and goes in and scores. So maybe there was a thought of, okay, this guy wiped me out and took me out of my ability to take out the puck carrier. So I'll just stick my leg out and maybe I'll be able to prevent him from, I don't know. Right. Somewhere in there, but 
you know, that, that can't be seen by any hockey player ever as something in your, you know, I right. guess, uh, arsenal of defense mechanisms as a defender. So they need to. Yeah. I, you know, if this guy is, if they look at it any other way, but accidental, like, you know, if you looked at other sports, right. I'm saying that if this guy's to blame for what happened, uh, you know, it'd be the equivalent, Steve, of someone, you know, playing golf in a match mm-hmm. and taking their five iron and beating a guy in the head. Right. You know what I mean? If this guy's found guilty or, or you know, or, or at fault or, or a baseball player taking a bat to the head of someone or, you know, or that's, that's what I, I don't know if I'm making any sense, but um, if, if he is, that's, that that's equivalently or, or effectively what you're saying. Right. You know, that the guy had a, wanted to, wanted to kill the guy, you know, and I don't, I don't believe that. Yeah. I don't believe that. So. Anyway, it's one of those deals where you're kind of, you want, you want to just go back and change the future and, uh, you can't, and an accident has happened, and that's how accidents go. And so, when I talk about, you know, maybe there's something hockey can do. I mean, this, you know, it was just a crazy one in a billion accident uh, on the right. ice, and uh, certainly everybody is saddened by it. And uh, we'll move on in the discussion and in the podcast here. Since we're tackling sad news, uh, friend star Matthew Perry passed away. Kind of shocked everybody at the age of 54, I guess, in his L.A. home. He was found in his jacuzzi and had drowned. Of course, he's a guy that we've talked about in the podcast in the past for his battle with addiction. And, uh, yeah, we're not exactly sure what uh, occurred. Did he just fall asleep in the jacuzzi? Nobody's expecting foul play at this stage, but I'm sure you were like everybody else, shocked of the passing of Matthew Perry, who has Ottawa ties and mm-hmm. was a big Ottawa Senator fan at a number of games over the years. And uh, that one uh, came as a bit of a shocker out of the blue as well. Yeah. And um, Keith Morrison is his father. Stepdad. Stepfather. Yeah. Stepfather. Yeah. It comes, it, it comes at a time when I, I've been watching him this past year uh, because he's been open about, about his issues. And I think he wrote a book. He did. I think he, I think he came out with a book cause he's been doing a little, uh, probably a book tour, I guess. Um <clears throat> Yeah, you know it happened, Steve. Uh, I, you know, it, it looks like it was a heart attack. He died of natural causes. Um, there's, there's some people who post Stevie when people die who, who admittedly have um, addiction issues, who are in recovery or mm-hmm. battling it. And a lot of times, Stevie, you'll see, and and I see a lot of it because I'm, I'm in around it all the time, and and I'm in recovery and you'll see from time to time when, when someone does die uh, of maybe an overdose or not, I'm not saying he did. Uh, but a lot of people assume, you know, and they come forward and go, it's the nasty, it's the nasty bite of addiction that we lose another person, you know? And, and I hate seeing that. I hate when people say that a guy dies, let, let's let him die with dignity. Uh, and, and let's not, let's not drudge up some, some past, from the guy, you know, uh, and you see it a lot, you know, God, that addiction, addiction rears its ugly head again, you know, and, and, and how do you know, how, how do you know, right? Well, how he died, I'll have to wait and see. Um, I, I think speaking of accidents, I, you know, I think it's, um, t- terrible and, and, and tragic, uh, but it happens, you know, I, I, I think nothing more than that this guy died of a heart attack. 
there was a statement I read from him. It's been out several times what he wrote and everyone remembers him from friends. And, uh, he, you know, it, it was, you know, massively popular. And he, he wrote this little piece. I don't know when, I don't know when he did it, but at the end he said, look at, I, I hope, I hope my time with friends that everyone that I've been, you know, inundated with the rest of my life, mm-hmm. right. Uh, the rest of my life, you know, I, I loved you. I'm friend, friend. And he said, I hope, I hope, the, you know, what I, what I accomplished on the series friends is way down the list from what I've been as a human being and helping others, you know? And, uh, I thought that was kind of cool. I yeah. thought that was kind of cool when you said helping that. people recover, right? Just yeah, helping people exactly. dealing with what he's dealing with. He talked about, I can't watch friends because I watch it and you know, every season I can identify which stage of addiction I was in. Oh, I'm high in that season. I'm right. drunk in that season. And just, uh, cause he really does as opposed to everybody else on the show who looked exactly the same, pretty much from start to finish. Right. Matthew Perry sometimes looks like, I don't know, his younger brother sometimes or his older right. brother other times. And so he was putting on weight. He was losing weight. He looked like he'd been out all night some nights. So that's right. why he doesn't like to, he didn't like to watch friends uh, in reruns and things. So anyway, moving on, uh, we'll take a time out of the program. When we come back, we'll talk about, um, well, another pretty serious issue, the issue of gambling and sports. It reared its ugly head with a member of the NHL, the Ottawa Senators, getting a 41-game suspension for violating the NHL's gambling rules. We'll talk about it after these words. Ladies and gentlemen, rev up your engines and get ready for the deal of a lifetime. Jim K. Ford is proud to announce the 2023 Ford F-150 clear-out sale, the event you've been waiting for. For a limited time only, Jim K. Ford is offering unbeatable discounts, jaw-dropping financing options, and mind-blowing trade-in deals. Don't miss out on the 2023 Ford F-150 clear-out sale at Jim K. Ford, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans, or jimkford.com. At Jim K. Ford Lincoln, we say yes! Well, the the housing market in Ottawa can be a volatile world out there. And if you're looking to buy or sell right now, the Glen Walton real estate team can help. Glenn helped my family sell a home a couple of years ago and did a ton for us, including staging. He provided a great painter, a cleaner, and even bought new ceiling lights. All to make sure the home was looking its best on picture day, and it was all part of his services. He can do the same for you. Visit glenwalton.com. By the way, thank you very much to Jim K. Ford. Jason mm. K and everybody at Jim K Ford, along with the Glen Walton real estate team for their ongoing support of the program and awesome partnership. Great guys there. And uh, big news in Ottawa over the past week, since we last got together, James Shane Pinto of the Ottawa senators got a 41 game suspension for violating the NHL's gambling rules. I mean, I've talked about it uh, quite a bit on the various places, whether it's the hockey news or the Sens nation podcast. I'm keen to hear, what you have to say, because this has been an ongoing topic on this podcast, what the future might hold with the NHL so clearly in bed as a partnership with gambling websites, not just right. as a commercial, but as part of their programming every single night. What will the long-term effect be? And while Shane Pinto, uh, I guess, is found not to have gambled on the NHL, I guess what happened, he's got a FanDuel account. He's here in Ottawa. He, he basically texts his buddy back on Long Island and says, hey, can you log into my FanDuel account and make a football bet for me? And that's where things started to unravel when someone else had possession of his login for his FanDuel 
and right. maybe started browsing hockey. I don't know anything beyond that. Everything else is speculation, but my understanding is that's what happened. I'm keen to hear what you have to say about that story. Yeah. So a, cu- a couple things. Um, the knee jerk reaction from everyone was was predictable, and and it you know is are you kidding me? The guy's wearing a a patch on his jersey that's you know and and Wayne Gretzky and Connor McDavid and they're you know every five seconds is is a commercial, mm-hmm. uh, not just commercials but during the course of play, they're they're putting up banners going you can you know lay a bet that three to one here yada 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 yada, yada right so mm-hmm. um, you know people are freaking out they're saying this is a joke. This is an absolute joke, okay? That that you are, you know, suspending a guy when the, when the league he plays in. Here here's here's my take on it. Um, I I don't think you can blame the league. I don't think you can for for what they did. There's a few reasons. One is booze, Stevie. Okay, has been promoted for years and years and years. Okay, uh, we all know there's lots of issues with booze. Okay, and you know when the league started advertising beer sales, when Molson was you know in Labatt and Coors and Budweiser have been involved in sports their 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 whole existence, right? So it it would be the equivalent of a guy getting drunk, and then the league coming forward saying, "Okay, you're you're suspended, mm-hmm. you're suspended for drinking, you know, uh, or even to excess, you know." Uh, it, it doesn't happen. Right, it doesn't happen. No one complains about that, Steve. No one says this is ridiculous. You know that that you're going to charge a guy for impaired, right? Because they all they do is advertise booze all day long. So <clears throat> that so I don't I I I I don't think the the fault falls on the league to do it. The suspension is harsh, right? Forty one games. Now here's the other side that they have to do. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is all new new ground, Steve, right, for everybody. This is all new territory. What's going to happen with the gambling? It's coming on fast and furious. This is the first modern sports betting ban that there has been since, uh, well, since the NHL started advertising and, uh, right. and sports gambling was legalized and advertising for sports gambling was legalized. So, right. yeah, this is all. Now, here, here's, here's the thing. I think what I would do it if I was the commissioner of the league saying, okay, we're going to do this. Uh, we're going to uphold our policy that that our athletes can't can't gamble. Uh, we know what we're up against here. We know what we're up against the irony of the whole thing, the the absolute two faced thing of it. Uh, but it, you know, the first person it's going to happen, it's going to happen, and the first person who gets caught, okay, we're going to suspend them for forty one games, mm-hmm. and we have to, we have to, we got to make it deep, we got to make it significant. Just to make a statement that yes, we understand where gambling's going, but we've got to toe the hard line here with our athletes gambling. And so he's the fall guy. There's no doubt about it. And I think it'll work. I think it'll work. I think you're going to say no problem. We'll get on board because the whole world is, but we can't have our own players gambling. The answer to the other question, Steve, where everyone goes, it's ridiculous if he's not gambling on hockey. Uh, it's not. It's not ridiculous that in my mind that. You suspend a guy for forty-one games because he's gambling on other sports, and the and the reason. But you for are allowed it, to, by the way. You are allowed by the NHL to gamble on other sports, right? But but I don't think they should be, and and the reason is because of the you know the you 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 know if you go to Boston for example, Steve, right? 
you got the Celtics and the Bruins and the Patriots, um, you know, and, and uh, the Red Sox. And if you ever, you know, you run into these athletes once in a while and all of them know each other from each league, you know, you're going to see Marchand at a, at a Red Sox game, you know, because he knows whoever, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that, that they're all in this fraternity together. You know, I saw, I saw Michael uh, or Jordan Spieth was at the Rangers game, Texas Rangers game, right? The world series is on. Um, what, what can happen there, Steve, if you're in my mind, um, is that these guys are close. Mm-hmm. They're close. They all are. They're, they're all these athletes is, if Jordan Spieth went and bet on the Texas Rangers last night in a big bet, you're going to look up a little bit going, does this guy know something that we don't? Okay. This guy laid a million dollar bet on the Texas Rangers. Uh, he might, Stevie, he mm-hmm. might, he might where he gets a call from his buddy who's in the bullpen 20 minutes before the game starts saying, dude, lay the lumber down on, on, you know, on Texas, right? We, we've, whatever, Stevie, you know? Uh, you understand what I'm saying there? That's why I don't think, you know, Pete Rose, right, was freaking out. Everyone's freaking out. I've changed my mind on that, you know, because I was in that school of, yeah, if they bet on other sports, no big deal. I think you got to put a stop to it with athletes, you know? Well, I he was he- betting on baseball, so not on the Reds, but he was betting on baseball, which is, you know, if you if games involving your team, yeah, that that's you got to throw. No, that's taboo, that. of course. Yeah, but, totally taboo. But I think it has to be the other way, right? It's like insider trading, Steve. Right. You know, I know that the Stampeders, okay, they're 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 talking about, uh, you know, who, who's ever going to start at at quarterback? They they've just flipped the script, mm-hmm. and he just let me know he's not starting. You got you know that's like I say that's you're only an arm's length away from that sort of shit happening. So yeah, I would say um, that uh, I can give you an even better reason why you shouldn't gamble. If you're a pro athlete, you shouldn't be gambling on any other sport. And, and it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if any league said you know you, you can't gamble. Period. Because the reality is, if you get in debt uh, with a certain maybe unscrupulous gambling outfit. Mm-hmm. Now they could come back and uh, here's a chance to pay your debt off to me. Right, right. You go and uh, as these guys are into all pro sports, right, as far as gambling goes, you can maybe influence this upcoming NHL game for us and we'll call it square. Right. So that's an even bigger reason, I think, why you don't yeah. want to do it. But the NHL allows it. And in this case, I guess Shane Pinto um, just uh, he, he basically left himself open. It sounds like he had a, a violated trust one of his mm-hmm. friends that he gave his login info to. And uh, and I guess he was able to convince the NHL that that was the case, but it was still a breach. And so he got 41 games. And you might be right. It might be a case of we've been looking for a, an excuse to have a sacrificial lamb here. What? Who better than a guy, the only guy in the NHL who's not signed to a contract right now among restricted free agents? The Sens don't have enough cap room to have signed this guy. And so he's on the sideline anyway. So... Why don't we help the Sens with their salary cap issue and throw this uh, suspension out there as a cautionary tale to the rest of the world? Yeah, so I'm not saying yeah. that happened, but I'm saying right. if there was sort of a you know a convenient scapegoat here, um, yeah, you know that that could be at play here. I don't know. All right, we got into a lot of serious subjects in this show. There wasn't a right. lot of lightness. Um, I don't know anything. 
Any final thoughts? We should have gone to that Halloween card at the end of the show to kind of lighten things up a little bit. Right. We went light early, heavy late. Not a good game plan. I need to get back to my Doritos here. So hey, hang go. on, Stevie. Here, here's the thing. Let me just mute. Well, you found the mute button. Yeah, the phlegm button. Uh, Stevie. Yes, sir. Uh, the Heritage Classic. Uh-huh. Beautiful game. Uh, Edmonton, Calgary. Edmonton, big big win because they're they're sort of in the tank for the Bru- first brutal six, uniforms. Seven. Yeah, terrible uniforms. Uh, Stevie, now listen, Stevie. Yes, I love the big big event. I love the Great Cup. I love the Super Bowl. I love the World Series. Mm-hmm. I love the NBA Finals. You know, I, I mean, I'm even watching a little bit of cricket, Stevie, right now. The World Championships are on, I believe. Um, here's the thing, Stevie. I gotta admit, Steve. The opening ceremony of the Heritage Classic, okay, was boring. Okay, it they they I I don't know where. Okay, first of all, the flyby Stevie, right? They're going, and by the way, stay tuned. Okay, there's going to be a flyby. Okay, mm-hmm. Steve, that's been going on for thirty years. Okay, the flybys. Yeah, so we got to like change the, that up, Steve. It's like the wave. Okay? It's like the wave. Okay, got to have the flyby. And by the way, we're gonna. You know, you better tune in. We're going to have a band play. We're going to have Nickelback, you know, come out and play. Say, yeah, no, that's not, you know, I'm not running to the ticket wicket, Steve, yep. to get my thing, okay? Not, you know, that's been done, Stevie. Okay, that's been done. You're going to have a band. You're going to have a flyby. The recognition, Steve, to our military, you know, I get it. I understand it. But, but Stevie, they're, they're, everyone's just falling into this rut of here's the four or five things we're going to do. Right. And cool. they got to switch it. They got to they got to come at me a little better, Stevie. They right. got to come at me a little better, you know. They used to even the guy parachuting into the stadium. That was pretty cool. Sure. They haven't done that in a long time. Maybe a little stand-up so, comedy from Jim Jerome. Something, Stevie, something. You know, they got to have mm-hmm. I don't know. They got they got to they 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 got to do something. You well, know, you know what else is getting tired in that whole it was boring, Steve, you know. Right. And listen, I take nothing away from the military, but but why does sports, why does sports have to be obligated to do these four or five things, you know, that we were, you know, representing music and the military and and the, the, the fucking Air Force and all this other stuff, right? <laughs> okay. I'm like Bill Burr. Remember Bill Burr? I'm watching the game. Why do I have to, in the seventh inning, everyone stands up for cancer? I get it. Okay. Yeah. But I'm trying, you know. Trying to watch the game. You're interrupting the yeah. game. The flow of the game. Yeah, and I'll run in the middle of a wedding while all the speeches are happening. Let's talk about abortion. What's everybody's thoughts on abortion? Of course you don't do that, obviously. Yeah, he, stands, he says, you know, you don't go to a movie and then jump up halfway through and go. <laughs> everyone, everyone salute, okay, to, yeah. to this charity or something. So anyway, I found I just found a little un- uneventful. I didn't, it's like, oh my, yeah, I've seen a flyby. I've seen the, I've seen the, you know, the recognition of the military. No, nope, I didn't. I thought it was boring the way they did it. And, you know, Nick, you know, Nickelback. Well, I'll take it one step further. The game. I don't need to see outdoor games anymore. It's, 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 I've seen it. It's, it's happened. Good point. And Good it's point. like the vantage points are terrible. Even as a viewer, I'm just like, okay, I've seen this. Uh, I'm interested in an Edmonton Calgary game, but no more because it's outside. That's not that's not interesting to me any more than watching Edmonton Calgary in the late game if they're indoors. It's just 
It absolutely holds no interest for me. It's not making it any more of a destination viewing than if they were inside. So right. I, I would I would echo your sentiments across the board, and I right. even throw in the game itself. I don't care if it's outdoors or indoors anymore. Right. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's like, wh- why do you do it, first of all? Why are we doing this? Right. Okay, why, why are we, you know, the heritage of the NHL? It's like, no, no, it's been around a long time. We all know it. There's alumni games, and there's recognition that, you know, guys going into Hall of Fames and the Team Wall of Fames and all this other stuff. I, you know, I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it, you know, unless it's a massive moneymaker for it. I understand the ticket. I got invited to go, and I was like, no. <laughs> right. I had to pull up, I don't know, with a kidney stone or something. I just, you know, I'm getting old, I guess. But, I, you know, why? Why? Yeah, why Why do it? I think it's know? all about mixing it up and trying to make things, uh, you know, have these fresh moments, these events and things. But, yeah, I think the outdoor game has run its course. Maybe you want to mix things up, you know, have a game where you, you play entirely four-on-four four, or a game in, you know, March where you play three-on-three. Uh, three. Or maybe, right. you know, like a lot of sports do, you go to uh, play it on sand, you know, a little sand hockey game, right? right. You have to wear the skates, too. It's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a terrible idea. But anyway, just mix it up with try different things. I get that. But we've tried this. We've tried this. We've done this. And uh, yeah, I'm I don't need to see it anymore. Yeah. Just no, go back I, inside. I agree. I agree. It had no panache, Stevie, for me. Right. No panache at all. I I watched you, you only need to watch. Panache. You need some panache. The only reason I watched was because it's a hockey game. Right. You know, and, and it's the start of the year and I'm into it. Sure. And and me and Pinto. Okay, we bet a hundred on uh, on Connor scoring the first goal. So uh, that's you know that's why I watch. Right. You know? Well, best of luck to you and Shane and uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for being with us today here on the Steve Warren Project. Our website is stevewproject.com. James, enjoy your day, and we'll talk to you next time. Good night, everybody. We'll see you. Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today or support us on Patreon at stevewproject.com.